listening to this show right now, it's because you have experienced retail hell. The unoriginal bastard who thinks that because it doesn't scan, it must be free. The people that have no respect for a public restroom. The customers that think that they can come in and haggle like it's some kind of goddamn flea market. The corporate office that cuts payroll, raises tasks, and expects more sales. Oh, those things never happen. Bullshit. This is the Retail Rant Podcast. Streaming directly to your ear holes in medium definition, audio quality. That's right, boys and girls. I'm back. The ranty bastard is here to discuss and destroy all things retail once again. And God damn it, it is good to finally be back. Oh, episode 91. Last episode that was ever put out. Uh, not too long after well, the events that uh, pretty much led to the end of the show. Uh, it was over two years ago. Over two years ago. Crazy. Absolutely insane. But uh, you know what? It's, it's been way too long. Way too long and a long fucking time coming. Let me get that straight. A long fucking time coming. Okay? And I get it. Look, Twitter's out there. It's probably the biggest support group that you will ever see for anyone stuck in this thing known as retail hell. You know, hashtag retail problems, hashtag dear customer. All that stuff helps get you through. Get you through a, another fucktard Friday and a shithead Saturday and a Saints and Sinners Sunday. But this show is what carried so many of you for so long. And now I'm happy to say the retail rant is back. Now, why come back? I mean, why? I mean, did I, didn't I get enough shit? The first time around, didn't it, uh, you know, didn't it fuck my life up enough? Yeah, sure. But uh, you know what? It's not for me. I never did do this show for me. Yeah, it felt good to get shit off my chest. It felt good to say fuck and motherfuck and call Karen a cunt and all that good shit. But you know what? I never did this show for me. I mean, I'm, I'm still in the shit. I'm still stuck in retail hell, just like everybody that just press play. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit luckier now, you know, where I'm at isn't quite as bad as before, you know, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the show back for one reason and one person, and that's you. Because see, I had to leave you guys. I didn't really have much of a choice. There were a lot of things said and a lot of, uh, a lot of threats made, uh, you know. I, I was even just recently informed uh by a uh, by a member of management from my previous employer, that uh, they were actually instructed by upper management to call the police if I ever so much as pulled into the parking lot. Guess what, dickheads? I wouldn't give you a fucking penny. I wouldn't even have you ship shit to my house if you were the only ones that had it, okay? Just not going to fucking happen, all right? So, again, for that, I had to leave but you guys never left me. You guys are always there. A lot of you have transitioned over to another show on the network. Welcome to Rantyville with the amazing Heather D. And uh, quite often, our good friend, Mr. Tyler Daniels. 
But in the end, it's still those three C's that we deal with every day that made me feel it was time to come back and talk about them. Now I know, again, two years, long fucking time, long fucking time. You might have forgotten what those three C's are. So uh, before we get into our topics for this week, uh, let's just review what the three C's of retail are. It's very easy, very simple, and I think it's something all of us can agree on. Customers, corporate, and coupons. They all drive us absolutely batshit fucking crazy every single day. So let's go. Let's do this again. Let's start the retail rant. And of course, just like any show on this network, uh, gotta have a frosty beverage. Fuck you. You know what? Hang on. That, so just for the record, that is my Verizon box that's beeping at me. And you guys hear it on Rantyville, okay? This fucking thing is beeping because the battery is dead. Okay. The only fucking reason to have a battery in this thing is to keep your landline up. I have not had a landline in four fucking years, but this goddamn box squawks at me every 15 minutes. So you're probably going to hear it at least once or twice more in the show. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm not paying $50 for a fucking battery that I absolutely don't need. Okay? Fuck you and your landline. This is me. See? I wish you guys could see me throwing the finger up like a just immature 11-year-old who just figured out what the middle finger means. Um, But seriously, fuck you guys in your box. All right, anyhow, uh, it's time for alcoholic refreshment. <sighs> Work the little can opener here, you know. You might have a slight drinking problem if you have the can opener on your keychain. But uh, frosty refreshment, this show and this beer, it's for you, my friends. Ah, God damn it, that's good. Ah, nice cold, frosty beer. You know, there's never a better time for a cold, frosty beer than after you've worked retail in the summer. That's right. Because, you see, summertime, I mean, granted, I'd say summer and winter are probably the two worst for this. And it's the constant fucking weather reports. Okay? Many of us work in buildings where the storefront is fucking glass. We can see everything going on outside. It's really not that difficult. It might be at most a 180 degree turn to look out, look through that big transparent pane and go, eh, looks like it's raining. But no, 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 no. Dear customers got to come in and make sure that you know exactly what the wind speed is. Uh, you know, hey, it's, it's raining out there. No shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it's only the fact that the news for the last week has said it's going to rain on Tuesday that we figured that out. But no, no, thank God you're here to tell us the simplistic and quite obvious shit that nobody could have figured out without you. Same thing with winter. Again, oh boy, it really is snowing out there. Snow? In the winter? Say it ain't so. And you look out and it's barely snowing. If anything, there's maybe a kid outside scratching his head with some bad dandruff. But dear customer, oh man, the customer, holy shit, they make you think it's a fucking blizzard out there. But yeah, we don't need the updates on what the fuck is going on outside. Because A, if we were interested, we've already looked. And B, if we weren't interested, uh, we don't need you to tell us. Really don't care. 
But, uh, you know, most places, nice tin roof, you know. A couple big raindrops hit after about two weeks. Yeah, you know what the fuck rain sounds like. I need these fucking morons coming in the door and telling me what the fuck is going on outside all the time. Shit. <sighs> you know, the other thing, come in all the time. Oh, it must be nice to work in the air conditioning all day. Oh, yeah? The fuck makes you think this place has air conditioning? Just because there's big boxes up on the roof and there's big vents in the ceiling? Yeah. It has an air conditioning unit, but the bitch ain't never on. Why? Got to cut costs. Got to keep those expenses low. You know, we got we to gotta show the shareholders that we're really working to make them money. You know what? If I can't have a thermostat set below 78 degrees in the fucking summer, there's a very simple fix for it. I just tell my friends, hey, call in two or three times, you know, in the course of a day and, you know, use a fake voice and say, hey, I was just shopping in your store and I was going to fill out the survey, but there was nothing to say that it's too fucking hot in there, that it's 900 degrees and there's swip dripping down my balls and maybe on some under boob for the ladies, okay? No, there's, there, there's nothing there for me to say, oh, did you enjoy your shopping experience? No. What didn't you like? There's not enough characters to put in there to, to, to type how fucking hot it was in the goddamn store. Why? Because you're too cheap to run the fucking air conditioning. Again, conversely, in the wintertime, you know what? I mean, I'd be happy if the store got above 62. And at some point, I'd love to feel my toes without having to wear three pairs of socks while walking 12 hours a day. Yeah. But God damn it. God fucking ac people tell me what the weather is oh and then of course now you know a lot of the country's starting to get some heat so we all know what that means for retail hold on i've got to take another swig of this deliciously cold beer to try and drown this fucking memory out because it's already happened to me once i'm sure it's already happened to you too please hold <sighs> nope didn't erase a memory Boob and sock money. Sock money has not really been the issue lately. It's been the boob money. And, you know, it's, it's not too often. I make my way up to the cash register to ring up, you know, Karen and her little haircut. No, it doesn't happen a whole lot. But when it does, I swear to God, I am a magnet for titty 20s. And not the good ones. No, not the good ones. Not the, not the kind that you fucking, you know, fling around at the strip club, you know, on a Saturday night. If, you know, you're not clopening for the weekend. Um, no, 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 no. These, these might have been on someone else's breasts, but they're never breasts that I'm going to pay to see. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. The amount of people that think that their mammary glands are a good place to stow their cash. Yeah, it'll keep me safe. Yeah, well, hate to tell you, honey, you ain't the most attractive person. Yeah, I really doubt they're going to grope you to see if there's a 20 in there, let alone multiple 20s. They're probably going to check your pockets and then go, ugh, and run off, you sweaty behemoth. Which I think is actually how I closed out the very last show two years ago. A little over two years ago. But anyhow, so yeah, fucking summertime. Ugh, ugh, ugh. You know, we, we talk about, you know, 
oh, I, I would have called in and done the survey, but there's not enough room to type in about how goddamn hot it is in here. Okay, that's, that's another thing, all right, that I, I want to cover here is the goddamn surveys at the bottom of the receipt. All right, I, I get it. You want to get feedback from the customer. You want to hear about the shopping experience in the store because I will admit there are some really shitty stores out there that maybe that's the only way they get fixed. And quite honestly, I, I don't look at that in a negative way, but maybe that's the way that these people actually get to keep their jobs is by getting shit fixed. Or if they just fucking suck, fire them. You know? If you're constantly getting complaints about, you know, a, a cashier who tells off-color jokes, you know, or, you know, asks, uh, you know, tells Nazi jokes or something. I, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe they're, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're blind and, you know, they tell black jokes to black customers and they're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Does he not? Oh, he's blind. Yeah, but it's still not appropriate. Whatever it is. So I get it. However, this is what kills me about the surveys. First of all, a lot of times they take the surveys and they try and fix us. And, and not just you and me and this person over here. But maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's a way to fix a, a process with the company. You know, oh, the checkout takes too long. Oh, well, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's pay a consulting firm a half a million dollars to find out why the checkout is so long. You know, it, here's the kicker. If the checkout takes too long, not only do the customers know, we fucking know. And we all know why it takes so goddamn long, because we have 19,000 fucking questions we have to ask. Oh, do you have your loyalty card? Would you like to sign up for a credit card? Um, did you find everything okay? Uh, are, are you sure you don't have a loyalty card? Okay. Can I check all 14 phone numbers you've had in the last six months? Oh, look, there it is. Lucky number 13. And you have a rewards card. Oh, let me, let me sign you up for that loyalty card on the 14th number, though, because you've since changed it. Ugh. But no. They'll listen to all of that shit. They won't listen to us. Like I said, they'll, they'll give that half a million dollars away. And then they'll turn around and have the balls to tell you that they're trying to cut costs. I got an idea. Why don't you listen to the people that literally spend thousands of hours a year in your fucking store? Why don't you listen to them? Guess what? Their feedback is honest and free, which apparently are two things that you cannot give as an employee is honesty and free feedback. Scares the shit out of them. Scares the ever-loving shit out of them. Again, that's what got me in deep shit. Maybe too much honesty? Too much free feedback? I mean, fuck. If they just listen to the show, listen to the show. Would have fixed so many things. So many things. No. They decide to say, well, you said kick a customer in the cunt. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You're right. I shouldn't do that. And I didn't. Sure as fuck thought about it. And real quick, on, on another thing. Um, the, the little employee surveys. Oh, we, we want to we get your feedback. We want, we want you to provide us with some constructive criticism. Okay. Let me just tell you two things about these, and I will move away from the bullshit employee surveys. Okay. A, none of them are anonymous. I don't care how many times they say that like some third party, 
you know, vets the results and they keep everything anonymous and this and that. There is absolutely no fucking truth in that. I mean, they, they send it to you and you have to log in. Fuck, half the time you have to put your employee password in or your employee ID number. Even worse. Why, why am I putting that in if it's anonymous? I mean, just say, you know, select it by position. You know, okay, I'm, I'm the assistant manager or the assistant to the assistant manager. That should be good enough. I shouldn't have to fucking identify myself. So when those roll around, uh-uh. No. No. Just say it again. No. Don't do them. It's a trap. Just like General Ackbar. It's a trap! Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. And, and the other thing behind them is, and, and I've actually talked to some people in a corporate office, uh, actually not long after I was dismissed from said place, because they were like, hey, what the fuck happened? People I dealt with for years. Um, and they have told me that the upper echelon idiots, you know, the people with the really, you know, the, the, the masters in sports medicine that are somehow VPs of fucking bathrooms, or whatever bullshit it is, they predetermine the results. <gasps> yeah. We ain't talking like Russian collusion or shit like that. But they literally say, okay, this is what we want the survey results to say. And if they don't say that when we get them back from this anonymous company that we're paying millions of dollars to, this is what we're going to say, they said. So how the fuck is it any good? I mean, you really want to talk about wasting money. You just paid a company to not only hold the survey for you, but to vet the results and report back to you. And then you literally just pick and choose what you like and maybe make a few additions and deletions to fit exactly what you want. Hmm. Sounds like politics. Which it is. Which is why none of us listening to this show will ever be a vice president. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Because I would fucking hang myself by my necktie by like hour three. Listening to all that bullshit. Anyhow. Um, so I, I, I talked about the, the, the customer side of the surveys and I talked about it for a very specific reason, very specific reason. So, um, you know, place where I work, um, recently, well, not recently. I mean, fuck, it's always been part of it. Um, you, you can get a bonus if you get a really good score on, uh, on your little surveys on the bottom of the receipt. Okay which never get done. I mean, let's just face it. We could ring up 3,000 customers in one day. You might get five people, okay? And, and they're, only, they're not doing it because they had a great experience, they had a bad experience, it was mediocre. You know, I don't give out tens, any of that bullshit. They're doing it for the incentive. It's like, hey, you could win a $500 gas card. Oh, oh well, pff, who doesn't want $500 of gas? What they don't realize is it's a nationwide contest with one winner. So you could literally enter five times a day, every day of the year, you'd have 1800 plus entries and you're still going to lose, still going to lose. But they take these surveys. Fuck you. Sorry, not you, them. Anyhow, um, they, they do these surveys and yeah, you might get a bonus off of it. Might get a little something, something out of it. Probably not. But there's plenty of times, if you get enough one-star reviews, enough zeros or ones or twos out of scale of 
five or 10 or 100, whatever your company uses, that your employment can be at risk. Now, I've never gotten into that boat myself, not with a survey at least. Um, you know, maybe again saying Karen should be kicked in the cunt maybe doesn't line up with HR's uh, quote unquote morals in some places. But anyhow, um, you know, the, the one star review pops up and, and it's an immediate. I mean, it can literally, they can hang up the phone or log off the computer. And within five minutes, that district manager is calling you. And I mean, anybody in the store answers and it's, hey, why, why'd you get a bad review? Why, why, why'd you get one star? And, and they're not looking at Yelp. They're not looking at Google reviews. They don't care about that because that's free and it's honest. They really don't give a shit. No, they're, again, running back to the company that they pay, uh, you know, we'll say a million dollars a year to handle all these phone calls. You know, How was your customer service experience? Okay. And what did you like? Okay. Yep. That's your millions of dollars that you make for the company in sales. Hard at work right there. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, but I, I go to this because I, I was called the other day and told that I had a complaint, but it wasn't actually like they didn't call the complaint line. They did the survey. Now at this point, the district manager has not opened this, this complaint, this one star that I guess he gets like a fucking mega fast email. You know, I ask, Hey, you know, the store manager wants me to ask you for more payroll, uh, you know, or, hey, uh, the store manager wants to do this, and, and I'm reaching out. Yeah, like two weeks later, I'll get okay, and then the little auto-signature shit. But the second somebody gives you a one on a fucking survey, oh, my God, they can't dial fast enough. They can't fucking reply quick enough. No, no, got to fix it, got to fix it. So, again, I, w I won't get into details uh, or specifics, really, just kind of generally. Uh, this particular one uh, complained that the employees were very rude, no one offered any help, and the prices were wrong when they went to go check out. And, uh, and check out at the self-checkout. So, mind you, I'm kind of like, hmm, okay, we usually don't have that pricing issue, if you're at the self-checkout, I don't know how many employees you actually came across, but whatever. And then at the very end, it said, uh, this is my worst customer service experience ever, and I will never shop at Target again. And, and again, it was, it was pretty scathing. It was pretty damning. Um, it's one problem. I don't work at Target. Yeah. So... I know this happens everywhere. It happens to everybody, especially when you've got, you know, name brands that, uh, you know, they, they, they're, they're synonymous with one another. Fuck your, your customers think that there's like some conglomerate behind the scenes that owns both of them. You know, you know people writing checks at Walmart for target, uh, people that think that, uh, you know, Lowe's and home Depot are the, have the same parent company. no, they're totally fucking separate. And the one goddamn time that the customer holds on to a fucking receipt, they call in and complain about the wrong fucking store. I don't work at Target. Now, the other kick in the ass to this is it sticks. It literally sticks. It cannot be changed because the customer took the time to call in is what I'm told. 
They took the time to call in and leave their comment. But they answered a phone, blah, 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 customer service, how may I assist you? If you're literally calling to complain about Target and you don't hear the word Target in front of customer assistance, you are a fucking moron. So fucking stupid that you can't tell the difference between this sign and this logo on a receipt and this sign and this logo on a receipt. Maybe you shouldn't be driving, okay? That's all I'm saying. But the kicker is, what if you get enough of these fucking dummies that do the same shit? And now, you've got somebody up in, you know, good old unicorn utopia atop the ivory tower saying, oh gosh, you know, this store manager, you know, they're, they're getting a whole lot of a whole lot of one-star reviews and and let's say even 10 of them aren't mine don't belong to the store manager don't even belong to the company poor bastard's gonna get written up and they're gonna look at me and be like hey you want to move up and fuck no look what you fired this guy for you know he said you know he, he got fired for comments that said you know it's family dollar it should be a dollar bitch we don't work at family dollar but no because they took the time to call in they can't be deleted. So in that instance, we just made sure that we keep our own little running file. So that when it does come around, guess what? You say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one back on, uh, that one back on May such and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let me pull that back out and show you where, uh, okay, yeah, see where it says Target right here. All right, come on, let's walk outside. No, 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 come on, come on. Walk with me, walk with me. Okay, we go out the front door. All right, look up. Yeah, doesn't say Target. So you ain't fucking firing me. Anyhow, fucking stupid. Just fucking stupid. That's all it is. Bunch of goddamn stupidity. And you know, so <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to make this a long show. So I'm going I'm to make this my last topic and I'm going to close out. But speaking of stupid, more customers. So we've, we've kind of covered the corporate with the AC. All right. We've covered them with the surveys. Um, the coupons. Look, all I'm saying, smartphone, dumb user. It's another reason the checkout process takes so goddamn long because I don't know how to work a jitterbug and this person here doesn't know how to work a smartphone, okay? Yeah, you can screenshot and all this and that and I'll tell you right now, I do not and will not take a customer's phone and put it in my hand and operate it to try and get them a coupon. A, it defeats the purpose of you having to do a little something, just the tiniest fucking bit of effort to save a little money, okay? That's what the coupon does. That's what it's there for. And there's nothing mind-boggling about it. Fuck. Half the time, you can go to all these goddamn websites and just screenshot it. Put it in your pictures. But I have had cashiers who have been handed phones and said, well, the coupon's somewhere in my photos, but I can't find it. Can you help me? Yeah, and, you know, scroll three times, a couple dick pics. Oh, well, that's not your coupon. You know, you get the ladies that, you know, next thing you know, it's, you know, you accidentally double tap a button or something and their Tinder profile pops up in the background. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, know, you should close that out before you hand somebody a phone, okay? Uh, it, 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 every time a cashier tells me that, I always tell them the story about Sean William Brown in his uh, Walmart I Don't Belong Here book. Um, again, Another thing I have not mentioned in a long time. Sean, how are you? Love you, buddy. Look forward to working with you soon, hopefully. Um, that, you know, the, the people would come in to charge their phones in the loss prevention office. 
This is back before the days of passwords. Man, they closed that door, they flipped that bitch open, and there was just videos and pictures that, eh, quite frankly, nobody should have to look at. Or want to look at, but eh, fuck it, they did anyways. Um, but yeah, check out process. Wonder why it takes so long? S- just make them print them. Make all coupons printable. That's it. And if they won't print, sorry. Put it on a smartphone. Put that phone in the hands of the dumbest motherfucker out there. <sighs> Beer. <sighs> so last thing. We just recently dealt with this. And we're getting to ready to deal with its, uh, its patron holiday here. Just a few, I guess, days, really. God damn, years flown by. Um, we just recently dealt with Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day for a lot of people, it's, you know, yeah, I come in and I put in my four, eight, 10, 12 hours, whatever, but I'm going to make goddamn sure that I at least call my mother or have something sent to her or if I'm lucky enough to be off, I'm going to go spend time with her. I'm going to thank her for things. You know, if she's not with me anymore, I'm going to go put some flowers at her gravesite. I mean, something, anything. And we do that because we know our mother. We know what she would like. You know, if she hates Italian food, you're not going to take her out to fucking Olive Garden. Plain and simple. But then you get the customer that comes in, all in a panic, usually at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon after they've just gone and absolved all their sins of the week, you know, all the various cashiers they cussed out and told them they were pieces of shit and this and that. So now the slate's clean. They come in. They go, hey, uh, yeah, um, I was trying to find my mom a Mother's Day gift. Oh, okay. Well, what are you looking for? I don't know. Where's your Mother's Day stuff at? Oh, I mean, I've got a few greeting cards over on that side. And there's some chocolates right here. Well, I mean, she's a, she's allergic to chocolate. I can't get her that. Dude, seriously? Let me just tell you something. I don't know your fucking mother. And chances are, absolutely no one in that building has any fucking clue what your mother looks like what size she is, what shoes she can wear, all right? I couldn't even tell you if she'd be a large or a small belt, all right? But you're going to come ask me, what should I get my mother for Mother's Day? Okay. The easy answer is a shotgun to blow your fucking face off, okay? But you, you, And you try and help them. You really do because, again, you're paid to do that. You don't really give a shit whether or not they get their mom something she loves or whatever. You really don't. I mean, yeah, if it works out and you make a big sale or whatever, who cares? Whatever the motivation is, that's fine. But I don't know your fucking mother. I don't know your father. I might have seen your sister on on Pornhub. Maybe. I don't know. You know how I don't know? Because I don't know your fucking family. Why are you asking me? Oh, you're an only child? Well, God, you should know better than anybody. But no, they come in and you, know, you suggest this and you suggest that and they shoot every fucking suggestion down. And then you turn around and say, well, you know what? I think, I think the best thing might be a gift card to another fucking store where they might have something that she would like or isn't allergic to or doesn't have gluten in it or goes along with her keto diet. You know all this shit. You know every fucking medical dysfunction she has, every goddamn medication that she takes. But you can't tell me if she's a small or an extra large. What the fuck? 
And let alone, when I do finally point you to the dresses, you go, well, I mean, I think this is her size. You think it would look good on her? How the fuck would I know? I mean, again, never met her. Never met her one fucking time. But apparently now I have to be the expert on your mother, completely unbeknownst to me. And see, we're getting ready to deal with the flip side of it. All right? Now, I'll admit, guys, we're bad. We're bad about buying those gifts. A lot of guys wait to the last minute. Or they literally just go, flowers. Just send flowers. And places like 1-800-Flowers and Florist Direct and all that. Oh, man. They fucking love us guys. They really do. But... Now we're getting ready to deal with Mother's or Father's Day. Excuse me. We already dealt with Mother's Day. God damn. Hmm. You'd think I drank more than one beer, eh? Getting ready to deal with Father's Day. And now it's just going to be the exact same thing, but a bit whinier. Because now it's going to be Karen and little Karen coming in. And Karen, you know, she's been off complaining at managers and doing this and that. Uh, she hasn't had any time to pay attention to her husband. She has no idea what he has, what he wants, what he'd like. I can guarantee you a blowjob would be in there. Can't pick that up at a store. But, uh, you know. Uh, then the daughter, you know, she's, she's trying, or the son. They're trying, and they're just they're whiny. They're so fucking whiny. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, does my dad even play golf? I mean, I should get him some golf balls, right? Should I get him some golf balls? I don't know, honey. Have you ever seen a golf club laying around the house? No? Okay. Here's an idea. Don't buy him fucking golf balls. Because he doesn't play golf. Or if he does, he keeps all that shit in his trunk and sneaks off, leaves the office at 3 o'clock, and tells your mommy, Oh, honey, I'll be home at 6, normal time. And he goes out and he sneaks around in. You know why? Because he can. Same reason a dog licks his balls. So don't come to us asking Oh, would, would my daddy like this? Or, um, so do you think my mom will look good in this? Hmm, don't know, don't care. So look, um, since you can't seem to make your mind up on anything, fuck you. Not you, again, the box. If you can't make your mind up, don't come in. If you don't know what you want to buy, don't come in. If you... Sit there and argue with us for 45 fucking minutes on one of the infamous last-minute shopping days of the year. Might be the second biggest, so I'd, I'd say Valentine's Day, well, obviously Christmas, then maybe Valentine's Day, and then Mother's Day. Yeah, those, those are your three last-minute asshole holidays right there. But don't come in and get mad at me. Because I can't give you a recommendation for something that some woman that I've never met, never seen, have no fucking clue about. And I can't help you find something for her. And better yet, after you go through and you rampage through the store and you're all pissed off, do me a favor. Just buy her a fucking Visa gift card, okay? Let her buy whatever the fuck she wants. Because chances are, if you shop like this, you learned it from somewhere. Don't buy her a fucking gift card to my store because I don't want her shit too. All right? Get her the Visa gift card. Let her go anywhere she wants. Better yet, and again, I've made some changes. You know, I'm a little bit more avid online shopper now, but that's only because I don't want to be exposed 
to more customers than I fucking have to, even if they're in another store, they still just irk the fuck out of me. All right? I'm cutting down on my exposure. Yeah, I use the Amazon. I use it quite a bit. But you know what? Get her a fucking Amazon card. Save all the other retail employees. Save us. Let her shop at home and stay at home. And maybe she'll buy you the same thing. And then it'll only be people that know what the fuck they want to buy that come into the store. That would be great. That would be lovely. Thank you very much, TRB2020. Anyhow, I think I've got it out of my system. But I'll be back. I don't know how soon. I don't know how soon. But uh, Ranty Studios, our lineup is expanding. And uh, the original, the OG, the Retail Rant, it's back. After 700 and shit, 59 days, a little over 25 months. Yeah, it's going to feel real good to say this. Before you spray an entire bottle of Lysol, Under that $60 that just came out of that sweaty woman's double D bra, you got to make sure you do us all one big favor. And make sure you're wearing someone else's fucking name tag.